Good afternoon, friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of the Sideliners Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Siegel, joined this Thursday afternoon by my co-host and good friend, Mr. Benjamin Solis. How are we doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing really, really good. I think I'm going to have to bring the energy today because that intro, my guy, Dude, was a little weak. Was that was not weak. weak. That was calm. That was calm vibes, but I forgot calm, the intro. Vibes. I forgot the music. <laughs> Should uh, I just play I a song now, or should I just like not do it? I I feel like the moment has passed. You 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 know you know the 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 calm intro can substitute as music for today. Um, so you know. I, wait, I wait hold on, hold on. I got a little something. You got something? Wait. Actually, yeah, yeah. Trust me, trust me on this. I right, just trust me. Trust me. Wait, why won't it play? Wait. Hold up, hold up. Trust me, trust me, bro. Trust me. Just trust me. Oh, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. That was oh, good. Oh, man. That, that cheered me up. I feel good now. God. Anyway, that was East by Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> um, great song. And if you know, you know. Um, and that, that two-second clip is really all... We needed to play from that song. Um, Great point. <laughs> How are you feeling, Benjamin? You feeling better? Um, moderately. So as y'all know, I was sick Monday. I couldn't really go. Um, you know, I never really realized how big Dayquil pills are, but those they are massive. Um, so you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit better um, since the past couple of days, but you know, I'm just doing with. You know, some allergies. This pollen here in Austin. Yeah, it's right? so bad. It's, it's nuts right now. At When we're sitting at lunch, I, I set my phone down on the table, and I pick it up, and the whole phone case is, like, yellow. <laughs> so bad. It's, it's crazy, man. Um, So I don't know if it's just allergies. I don't know if I cut something at my job. It's just, I don't know. But we're, regardless, I'm here now. It's a Thursday. And, you know, I'm just ready to go, man. Ready to go. All right, well, that's fantastic. Um, let's get into it. A little recap of the championship game. Um, Kansas comes back from 15 down to the half-largest comeback in championship game history. Um, they win – God, I don't know. How many titles have they won now? Is that five or six? I think it's five. Five. Um, um, yeah, I saw this. I saw the entirety of this game, man. So did I. Let's go. In the first half, it literally did feel like – oh my gosh, this is actually happening because UNC just, I mean, they had everything going for them right now. Shots were falling. Um, you know, they were they were really just out um, being more physical than Kansas. Um, you know, Baycott doing his thing. Um, On a hurt foot, no less. Right. Um, and, you know, just being 15 up. I knew the game wasn't over by any stretch of the imagination, but I was like, you know, they can just keep up this intensity, though they can definitely get this in within maybe six or seven minutes. Kansas has, Kansas has already cut down the lead, and I was like, yeah, I can see this coming. It happened um, so fast. Right. Um, they they just came out wanting to, you know, cut that deficit down and just take the lead. And, um, and part of that, I believe, was UNC, you know, missing some of the chances they made in the first half and Kansas making – 
some of those shots because um, Kansas had a bunch of easy opportunities at the rim that they just couldn't convert. Um, and just Caleb Love going completely cold. Yeah, Caleb Love went cold. I didn't think his shot selection was all that great. Honestly, down the stretch, I was thinking that I think you needed to go to Manic if you wanted a shot. Um, but obviously, Caleb Love has proven that throughout this tournament, he's he's taken some wild shots, but he's, but he's been able to make them. But this game just kind of didn't go his way. Shots just don't fall that way sometimes. And um, Kansas, just, they just locked up down the stretch. They really did. They did. And, you know, complete team. The, the better team probably won. Better um, team probably won, um, but it was it, it was it was good for a fleeting moment to think that was. UNC was on the cusp of of beating them. So yeah, but it, it was a good game, capped off a good season, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Now everything resets. Um, before we talk about that, my so my best bracket, literally, how fitting is this? The best bracket um, was the <laughs> I love birds bracket. I guess it's just <laughs> I love birds, man. That that's a throwback, you know. Um, yeah. about our bird podcast like way, way back in the day. That, that was, was last summer, yeah. That was a funny episode. Um, yeah, it was. I, so that one was the 94th percentile. So for all you, you know, for all the bad brackets I had, I did have a good one. <laughs> um, and uh, shout out Coop for having the best, bra- the best bracket in our, yes. in our little group. Yes, Coop dog. Yes. Um, so for all that, the, the weird thing about college basketball, it's like for any other sports, for most other sports, it'd be like, all right, it's the off season now. Like who looks good next year? Like, what are we thinking? But for college basketball, that's sort of impossible to do because you have no, idea. I mean, Duke's going to reload. Kansas is going to reload. UNC, I'm sure will reload. Kentucky will reload. Like and UCLA will be good again. Like Right. Um, and obviously with the draftees from numerous, from all these teams that you just listed, um, you know, the fact that they'll be able to lose those players and then gain just more talent just speaks volume to the game that is college basketball. And, you know, the 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 victors write history, especially in college basketball, I feel. Yep. Um, so, but, you know, it, 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 it'll still be exciting nonetheless to, to, you know, watch next season and see who comes out, um, you know, excited. But we have, we have a long way to go. So We do. Um, moving on to professional basketball. The play-in games are mostly set, um, except for the 7-8 game in the West. Um, that seven seed is still between the Jazz and the Clippers. Um, wait, mm. that's a lie. That's a lie. I'm lying. No, I would say the Jazz are the six Jazz, seed. Jazz are the five. Jazz are the five seed, yeah. Jazz are the five. Um, and the, it's the Nuggets and the, and the Wolves. Mm. Um, but that's actually kind of surprising considering just how well Jokic has played and the Nuggets are still kind of like on that teetering. Well, kind I mean, of... they're 47 and 33, which is not bad at all. I mean, right. three games, two and a half games out of the three seed. So <laughs> I, they, they only need one more game to clinch the six seed. Um, so what's looking like most likely? You got your first games on Tuesday or sorry, Wednesday. Wait, I might be literally was wrong. Wait, hold on. I wrote this all down before. You got your first games Tuesday. Um, your your seven eight games. So you're gonna have the East first. So the Cavs and the Nets, which ought to be an interesting one. Um, it, it, it's gonna be unfortunate when the Cavs lose, considering how well the season they've had. I know, and I'm worried though. So they they lose. I think we're both taking the Nets there, even though the Cavs are the seventh seed. Right. Um, 
after that, they play the the winner. The the nine ten is on Thursday, and they would play again Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, Tuesday. God, Wednesday, then Thursday. Um, the the nine ten game, Hawks Hornets. I think the Cavs could beat either of those teams. Neither of those teams really impressed me. Um, no, um, the Hawks obviously took a little bit of a step back this year. Not many people thought that was going to happen, but just the way the season played out. They definitely did overachieve last year. Right. Um, and then the Hornets, they, they started off really hot early in the season and then kind of teared off a little bit. Um, but honestly, I mean, I can see the Cavs beating both of those teams with just the fact that they draw the Nets. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a tough break for them. And obviously the Nets can obviously beat both of those teams. Um, yeah. So, I don't um, know, man. Yeah, moving know. to the West, you've got the 7-8 most likely. Timberwolves, Clippers. That would be interesting, too. I, I guess I didn't – like, the Timberwolves, props to them. Did they have the worst record in the league last year, the second worst? Uh, I believe they had the worst. Yeah, they had the and worst. So, record. now they're a seven seed playing the Clippers. Um, depends. I don't think we're going to have Kawhi. Um, no, that's I, – I lied. They were, like they, – they were still bottom five, but I forgot that Detroit was bad, and so was Houston. Yeah. Houston was okay. really bad. Yeah. But, nonetheless – Timberwolves were still pretty bad. Um, turnaround, big turnaround. So, yeah, the I, I think the Clippers looked really good last night. They blew the Suns out. They blew the Suns out, which is like, wow, okay, well, whatever. Um, yeah. So maybe give me the clips on that one. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it, it's gonna be weird. I I saw the same that Zion might come back, but then I was like, no, there's no way. This is like total BS. Um, well, um, we'll get to that game in a second. But, right. Um, so for Timberwolves and Clippers, that ought to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. And then um, the nine ten Pelican Spurs. Being a realist here, I don't like our chances. Um, if we can somehow swing it to where we're the nine seed, which we're only a game back, but the Pelicans play the Blazers tonight, and they're favored by sixteen and a half. That's really tough. <laughs> but then they play the Grizzlies and the Warriors. The Spurs, on the other hand. Might lose the lose out. We've got the the T Wolves, the Warriors, and the Mavs. So mm. Mm. not looking great there for us, but we're in the play again. Um, and you know we'll probably lose because the Pelicans are hot without Zion, but we're hot too. You know we're hot. Right. Um, you know I was asking around today how people felt about LeBron not being in, and you know the the answer I got mostly was like. You know, you led the league in scoring this year at age 37. It's just people are going to appreciate LeBron more when he's gone. Um, oh, I've always been that. That's how I am with all the goats, but you're not that way, I don't think. I I mean, I'm not that – I mean, I think I appreciate LeBron now, definitely, and I'm going to definitely appreciate just the, 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 the longevity of his career. It's just insane that he's been able to perform at this high of a level and win still, obviously with the exception of this year, really. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I guess, I guess I, I know, I know I'm going to bring up Brady right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, exactly it's just, I don't know. I feel like I've seen Brady just kind of, you know, maybe kind of rule over the league, just like in a more dominant fashion than maybe LeBron has. Um, I mean, I guess that's a fair argument, but 
you can't. I mean, LeBron has dominated for twenty years. So this is true. This is very true. Um, I don't know. I think I just lean towards LeBron more in terms of like ability because who doesn't? I agree. Well, I, I I just almost asked who doesn't like LeBron, and that that was about to be like the dumbest question I've ever. No, seen I because... I don't get. I agree with you though. I think LeBron is extremely likable. I think he's a great right. guy. Um, but you know, um, some people yeah. are weird and they don't like. Well, LeBron. you can't. I mean, if you're the best, and I mean, I'm gonna say greatest of all time among active players. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be hated. I mean, Curry is hated for how good he is. I used to hate Curry because he was so good. I never <laughs> wanted him to win. Now you, I see, love you see the thing that Curry said, um, like, yeah, that was bad. With LeBron, and that was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That was, that was hilarious. Um, I don't anyway. know. Just, it, it'll, <laughs> but, be weird. it'll be but weird. It'll be weird LeBron in. Moving back to the playing game. Mm-hmm. I like the Clips over the T-Wolves. And Loki, I like the Pelicans over the T-Wolves, too. Sorry, Cat. Um, mm. We'll see. I could be I could be wrong about that. And I could change, too. I don't think it will, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely... You know, we'll, we'll put up some polls, see who'll win those games, maybe. Yeah, um, sure. mm-hmm. I love the play. It's, it's super fun. I think it adds an extra layer, but... It does. It adds multiple layers. I mean, you know, like... I... But it, it is just kind of like, you know, because the T-Wolves are what? The 7th seed or the 8th seed? 7. 7. And they're, I think they're like 8 games above the Clippers right now? 5. 5? Okay. I mean, that, that that's a more fair margin, but there was a point, there was a point like a couple weeks ago where the T-Wolves were like 10 games above the Clippers, it felt like. And it was just like, the T-Wolves are obviously like a better team right now. So why even bother with this plan? But you know, five games, I'll I'll give the benefit of the doubt and be like, you know, and the Clips are hot. Well, right. not hot, but they they won big yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're about to get hot. Anyway, switching sports real quick because it is MLB opening day. Honestly, that's about all the noteworthy things I've got for you. <laughs> I made a TikTok last night that I thought was hilarious. Did not do well. Um, <laughs> but I digress. The Cubs won in the first game of the season. They beat the Brewers five to four. Um. Can you hear the construction going on? Only slightly. It I will say this. Though. Um, did did in your homeroom, did your teacher show the Anderson AV production? Of yeah. Like the yeah, they did. Um, and um, shout out these two sophomore baseball players that go to our school. Um, they're, they're the sports anchors. And they were doing the baseball coverage, and they're like big winners of the offseason. The Rangers getting Corey Seager. Oh, I missed and, that part. I wasn't really paying attention because I was trying to grind out some history homework. But um, I, I missed well, that. That's funny though. Um, you know, big winners for the Rangers. When do they uh, play tomorrow? How tomorrow? about half the teams play tonight, and then everybody else plays tomorrow? Yeah, that's what I kind of. We think. got the Blue Jays. So Rangers updates, regular Rangers updates begin on Monday. We're gonna be three and zero, baby. I can feel it. Nice. Nice. We're gonna go the Rangers bold prediction. We're going 162 and 0 this year. True. 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 Hey Ben, if the Rangers go 162 and 0 this year, will you buy me dinner? How expensive is this dinner gonna be? Dinner's gonna be fifteen dollars. Yeah, man. I got you. Dude, literally, I Ben, I will give you my entire life savings if the Rangers go 162 and 0. <laughs> literally, oh, literally, I will. That would literally be. The most hilarious thing ever. I know. Could you imagine? You know, put me on the record right now. Put me on the record right now. Sixteen twenty-five. 
recording right now, Brad is saying that the Rangers would go 162 and O. If the Rangers go 162 and O, you heard it here first. No one in the entire world will make such a prediction. <laughs> such a such a blasphemous, such a such an outlandish. Yeah. Rangers. I mean, we're underdogs on day one. They already think we're gonna lose. <laughs> Wait, man, we're underdogs in all in, in all of this season. We so, are you plus know. eight thousand odds to win the World Series. <laughs> oh Lord, it's gonna be a long season. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> I, I I texted you about some of the UT baseball games in that OU series, and I was like, Oh, they were awesome. I mean, I, I feel like I, I stepped away a couple times and then I just realized like, oh, you would like always go up whenever I walked it, walked away. And I was like, gosh, dang yeah, it. Yeah, well, that comeback last Sunday was fantastic. We talked yes. about that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Uh, that was awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we beat up bad on UTRGV Tuesday night. Nice. This weekend, big series, we're hosting TCU. Ooh. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend any of the games, but... Yeah. It's fine. Um, the Masters. I let me tell you. So I, I was I was cutting it up last night. I went to the range with, with a few buds, and uh, I, I was smacking it around a little bit. Yeah, with I my, heard you with were... my my lefty clubs and my Miller Lite bag, <laughs> um, which is fire, by the way. Um, and then they kept talking about the Masters, and like I don't really keep up with golf. I'll watch it at someone's house if it's like on, but like you know. None of us, like, really watch Keep Up With Golf. No. But they were talking about it so much. And, like, I was in school then. I kind of had nothing to do. So I put the Masters on on my computer. And I watched it, like, first couple periods of the day, which were really long and boring. Um, <laughs> so I watched them. I mean, I watched Tiger. I was rooting for Tiger pretty hard. And um, he ended up doing fine. He's a one under. And uh, mm-hmm. in, in round one. Um, for the full standings, right now, let me refresh this because he's still going. But uh, Sung J M. Hopefully, I'm not butchering that. He's five under through 16. Wow. Um, Cam Smith, Australian mullet guy, four under. Who He was six under, double bogeyed his last hole of the day. Oh, God. And Dustin Johnson right now is going. Um, he's only through 14, but he's four under. So, to make some waves. Um, yeah, Tiger, one under. Not bad at all. Some other notable people. Oosterhazen, the... The South African guy who's, I think, done pretty well. He's won something. I don't know. My skull stuff. He's four over. DeChambeau is also four on over, which is terrible. Spieth is two over through 13. Um, Come on, Spieth. Yeah. So we got some interesting interesting stat lines. Right. Um, I, too, have also been watching the Masters. Some of my friends have turned around in the middle of class. And we just, you know, kind of watch. And, yes, reading for Tiger, obviously. Um you know, it's it's. I think when the stakes are this high, golf is entertaining. But you know, yeah, I mean, it's the Masters. Like uh, right. you know, um, but yeah, definitely not like the biggest golf guy. I I mean, the the only reason like I know some golfers is because most of them are former UT players, and you know, we always get excited about that because you know, yeah, UT, UT golf school. Um, hey, so. that boy Scotty Scheffler. <laughs> Answers, oh, obviously. Yes. Um, um, but yeah, go Masters. We love that. Um, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. something else we love 20 minutes into the show today. Yes. But 20 minutes, maybe too late, honestly. No, never right? too late. 
Never too late. Never. Well, that appreciation is to Anchor because we love them and we love Anchor. Yes, we do. We love Anchor. Um, yeah, they're just they're just the best. They are the best. Um, today's non-sports discussion topic of the day. I just kind of crafted this one up because we're talking about it in psych. I love my psych discussions, <laughs> except I kind of don't. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> dreams. I, I, I'm willing to bet Ben. Are you are you a big, a big dreamer? So here's the thing, is that I take medicine to go to sleep, which to be honest, I just don't really know if it honestly works or not, because I think I have like these really vivid dreams. Um, right before I wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and have to force myself to go back to sleep. But, like, before I wake up, I have, like, these super vivid dreams that I can literally feel, like, happening in real life. And then, like, I go throughout my day, and it feels like almost deja vu, sort of. Like, I feel like I've already lived this in the dream. And I can't remember for the life of me what some of them are. Um, and half well, the time, it's just... Here's my experience with, with that. Like that, okay, that makes perfect sense. You you strike me as like very vivid dreamer, very big mm-hmm. dreamer. Mm-hmm. But for like I, I'm like I feel like pretty average. I don't have like dreams every night. I don't know, I just do when I do, I guess. And like I only ever remember a dream if as soon as I wake up, I like totally like recall the entire thing. Like run yes. through the whole thing in my head. Yes. Or, like write it down or something. Like, like if I wait, like, maybe 10 or even 15 minutes, like, gone. It, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, half those dreams, I say, when I before I wake up, like, in the middle of the night, it's just me falling. Like, oh. like, like, I'm just, like, falling. And what what's, like, the worst, the one of the worst feelings I've ever had while sleeping is I'm having one of those falling dreams. And, like, I kick myself in my sleep, and it feels like my bed just came under me, and, like, I'm actually physically falling. And, like, then it gets hard to breathe, and then I, like, shake off the covers, and I'm like, what the hell was that? Um, It's actually kind of terrifying. Um, it sounds kind of terrifying. It is kind of terrifying. I remember, I've had a couple weird nightmares. The first nightmare I ever remember, I think it was, like, seven, and there was this old lady, and if she died... There was something like weird about her bones, and if she died, every other person in the whole world would also die. And mm. so I was like freaking, and she was like about to die, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Like, <laughs> gotta, gotta save her somehow. And like, we were trying so hard, and then she died, and then the dream ended. And I was like, mm. oh, whoa, whoa! You ever had um, like, dreams about school? Oh, for sure. I I don't know if I can really recall any dreams about school or like stress about school or I've had definitely multiple dreams where like i check my grades and like i have a missing grade and i like freak out about it <laughs> which goes to that tells you a lot about me i think you know it's a subconscious thing the other the other weird nightmare well I, before i finish that i was with my entire like extended family um mm-hmm. and we were at an amusement park and it was like the middle of the night but it was like really hot out even though it was like the sun wasn't even out it was like 100 degrees and we were going on this roller coaster and like as we were getting closer to the top I kept checking my phone, like the weather app, um, to see the temperature go up, and it was like going really, really high. Like, like one, I'm talking like 150, middle of the night. And I was like, this is kind of weird. And like we're like getting close to the top, and then like this huge like lightning bolt 
strikes the whole thing. And I look at my phone and like the temperature is like going off the charts and it's just like, it's really hot. And then, and then I like wake up. <laughs> that's, that is, that's, that's definitely interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know what that tells you about me. I don't know what that says. Um, you know, I, I will say though, I definitely think that the temperature in your house definitely affects how you sleep because what, what, what temperature do you keep your house at? I can check right now, but I'll tell you what, this week, my room has been freezing. Let's yeah. see. Let's see what the thermostat is set at. I don't touch the thermostat. I get yelled at if I do. <laughs> 71, which I think is colder than normal. I th- I always thought the average was 72. Um, yeah. Like, my so my dad grew up, you know, down down South Texas. Um, and it's obviously way hotter than it is here up in Austin. But he keeps our house at a ridiculous degree. It's like 75 or 76. Okay. And, and it is and it is warm as hell. And whenever I go to sleep, I always like try to finesse like like turn down the thermostat a little bit. And he always turns it back up. So I'm definitely like I don't know, I definitely feel warm when I sleep, which is kind of disgusting. Um that's, I have that's not a good feeling. Like for me, I'm very, very particular about the way I sleep. I have to be like in a certain position. I have to be under the covers. Like I can't sleep without covers. And so it's got to be cold enough where I can comfortably be under the covers. Yeah, it, it has to be cold for me. Like, like I have to, like I have to lay down in my bed and just feel the cold breeze, or else I that's gonna be hard for me to fall asleep. And no light, I cannot have any light. No light at all. And I think um, that does affect. You're right, that does affect something. What was it? What were we just on? Like, oh yeah, like, dreams. <laughs> there are lots of com- Yeah, <laughs> there are lots of common like dreams that like falling, like. Everyone has had the falling dream before, or like failing failing a test is another good one, or like being chased. There was like a whole chart if I take on my psych journal, which I'm not gonna do. Um, but like there are these certain things that, 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 we, all, that we all just kind of experience. It 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 is freaky. Uh, dream, dream, like like if you think about it, dreams are like weird to think about. Well, it's like okay, so we talked about this. Like, why do you think we have dreams? I mean, honestly, it's, I don't know, maybe it's how your brain processes, like, around here's, you. Here's stuff. my theory, which I think is, like, mostly true, because we did talk about it. Your your brain is being stimulated all day. Like, there's always something to look at, to feel, to do, and then you go to bed, and all everything turns off. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to stimulate your brain. So your brain creates, like, based on its past knowledge and experience like a stimulation for itself to like keep you busy because it has to like yeah oh that's a that's a pretty interesting perspective on it and really yeah i didn't think of it that way interesting things like that and like speaking of sleep like sleep obviously like we're learning about how important sleep is like get your get your eight hours every night Mm -hmm. um but there's like why we sleep like in addition to why we dream and it was like your body like recharges obviously and like bodily like different like processes are like heightened when you're sleeping like and vice versa and like you like have peak energy at like 9 a.m and 9 p.m and like peak sleepiness at 3 a.m and 3 p.m things like that and like what i thought is like sensitivity to pain like you're most sensitive to pain on average at like 4 a.m which is like how does that change throughout the day that's so weird that is kind of weird however you're just bringing up the fact that most tired at 3 a.m and 3 p.m that I guess that would explain why I just I like shut down during my last periods of the day because like Literally. 
I and it's I, right after I, lunch, right? Um, yeah, man, that's tough. That's really and tough. that's it. What really gets me, literally, without fail, we go to psych. I right after lunch, it ends at three, and like every time we talk about sleep schedule and like cycles and like how you're supposed <laughs> to be really tired at three p.m. I start to doze off. I'm like, this is literally stupid. Like, <laughs> and the lights are off when she's like got the PowerPoint up. Nice. Hilarious. Nice. That, that is comical. That is very it comical. Is. All so, right. Yeah. I think that about, that about does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm um, making me tired again. I just want to take a nap. Right. True. But I've got um, physics homework to do. Yeah, man. I, I, we didn't discuss our obscenely long math assignment. Uh, oh, so bad. That was oh, really I bad. It was, it was like a hundred quite. It was like more than a hundred questions. It felt like um, across three worksheets. It was it was bad. Yeah, um, bad. But but I digress. Um, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. If you're listening on Spotify, make sure you give us a like and download. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five star rating. Whoo! It feels good to say that again. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's good. Um, Let's see. Happy opening day. Happy Masters opening day. Happy end of the college basketball season. Get ready for the playing games. I'll give them a go Spurs, go Horns, go Tiger, and go Rangers. Um, With all that being said, we love you all very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the end. We will see you all on Monday.